0: hey did you know that the podcast you're listening to right now is actually part of a network of podcasts dubbed the amazing friends podcast network ethan parker smith i did griffin sheridan and did you know that for other great
1: podcasts comics and more you can visit sheridan and
0: no shit Hey everybody! Welcome back to uh, another episode of your favorite podcast. It's Tales from the Retails. What's up? It's me, Brown Suit Goon, and I'm joined uh, as always by my uh, best friend and creative partner, uh, Purple Suit Goon. Hey, Purple Suit hey. Goon. What's hey. What's up, what's Brown Suit hey. It's hey, been a while since hey. we
1: recorded one of these. I'm excited to get back to Tales of the Retail Tales yeah, from yeah. the Retails. Of
0: Tales from the Retails. That's the yeah. name of the show. You guys know that. Uh, why is it called that? Well, that's, of course, because uh, Purple Sookoon and me here, Brown Sookoon, we both work in uh, retail stores. We've worked in retail stores, uh, you know, our whole lives. That's, that's our day job, at least. <laughs> that's our day job. The crime, the, the is stuff, that's, that's, that's just more that's of our really passion. Of that's our passion. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah that's, a, that's like a pipe dream of ours. You know, we're just chasing that, all right? Yeah. So that's and so the grind never stops.
1: No, you gotta hustle. You gotta be out there hustling, shaking your dick,
0: huh? You you do gotta be shaking your dick. You do gotta be shaking your dick occasionally. (laughs) So, all right. Uh, we're actually, it's a pretty special episode here. Yeah, what are we uh, talking this week, about this week? Well, we, we we were just talking about how the crime stuff, then, you know, that's our passion. We would love yeah. to be criminal uh, overlords at some full point, time. you know. Full time. Yeah, full, full-time. Yeah, full-time full criminals, uh, preferably leading some sort of gang. I think I would, sp- I speak for both of us here, it's that that's our dream. Absolutely, yeah? yeah. And so, of course, there's really nobody better than, to uh, talk to this sort of... To talk, talk about this sort of stuff oh, with, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, then, hmm uh, Then, uh the, uh... the kingpin... The kingpin of crime himself. Oh, my God. Special guest, everybody. Holy shit. Special guest. We got a special guest here, everyone. It's Mr. Wilson Fisk. Wilson... Wilson... Wilson Fisk. How are you doing this week, brother? Ah, oh, gentlemen. I must say I'm doing very nicely. I enjoy your podcast actually quite a bit, especially when uh, me and Vanessa, my dear wife, are we're we're calming down for the night. See, and I like to listen to some sort of audio-only entertainment so as to not awaken uh, my brain you know to sort of keep my circadian rhythm uh, in check and so i like to wind down with a nice podcast and it's always gonna be tales from the retails oh yeah well let me tell ta- you i mean we had a
1: poll on well, thank our patreon you so much, we had a poll as to who people wanted to see on the show and it came down to it was you and it was the you? owl uh and it the was owl. uh the guys from the iPatch 8 uh, but I of course Jake, it's going to be you, Wilson.
0: You're going to win that poll every time. You're going to be. Oh, fellas, that means, a, well, I must say that means a lot to me, actually. Uh, so, uh, the thank you. As a, as a fan of your work, it is truly, uh, uh, inspiring to know that I have a similar effect on you guys. Uh, I also used to work in retail, actually. I don't did know you really? you knew this. I did, yes. I actually was a, uh a uh, small-time m- uh, manager over at a local Kohl's in the neighborhood that I grew up in. Now, of course, I'm not saying I was, like, team lead. I, of course, wasn't the LOD. I, of course, was not the manager of the store or the district. No, I was simply a guest service manager.
1: Well, that's really inspiring to hear. That's what we like to hear. We talk, we talk about coming from the yeah. bottom here at, at, yeah. the, at the retail floor and working mm-hmm. your way up. Mm-hmm. And so it's good to hear it's that really, your, it's, it's your it's your natural yeah. chain
0: of events, I would say. You go from you go from a small ETL at Kohl's. From there you go on and after several more steps and years of dedication, that's when you get to Something like, I guess, what Th- I'm doing That's what
1: I love about now, you. Right that's now. what I love about you is you stay humble. You work your way from handing out Kohl's cash <sighs> all the way up to slamming your employees' heads in car doors till they're fucking dead. I love that. I love that you were able to do and that. let me And tell I hope you, to do that myself one day.
0: It wasn't great because, of course, I know, as a, as a man of immense knowledge, I know that the Coles cash is barely a deal. Barely a deal.
1: That's all we've been in talking Hawaii. about. I think it's a sham. Because we,
0: because because they overprice.
1: Yeah. all of it.
0: I may be an all amateur con man. So it may not be my full time
1: thing yet, but I I know a con when I see one.
0: And it and that is it. And so and of course the con that we all have to pull in the retail game, we all have to sell the con to the consumer, the customer, the guest. Yeah. Yeah. No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. No, it's 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 kind of heartbreaking because you just end up feeling like you're a bit of a tool for capitalism, you know, that you don't have a whole lot of, you know, how, how, how do I say um, real uh, like control, you know, agency over what you get to do and uh, how you contribute. I respect uh, you know, to, I to respect
1: blue collar crime. Mm-hmm. I don't respect white collar crime. Let me tell you.
0: No, after, Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, the thing about it is, I listen. White collar crime. W- Wilson, you understand, of course, of course. Um, I, I, I am no stranger to both sides. Both colors of collar have been worn by this neck, uh, and I must say, both were exhilarating in the ways that I have yet to comprehend. Yep. That's well. That's that's why we're all. Uh, that's why we're all here, right? It's that draw. It's that unexplainable feeling you get when you commit a little bit of crime after a long day of, you know, cashiering. And that's it. And that's why we're here bringing you like tales from the we're taking a little piece of the, the world
1: back. We're taking it for us.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. We sell everybody's stuff, and then we steal the stuff that we sell them. That's what I love. That's the stuff. That is the stuff, fellas. Absolutely. All right. We'll be right back with a bit more from uh, Mr... Wilson Kingpin Fisk over here. But first, a quick word uh, from our sponsor. Oh, hey, everybody. It's me, Green Suit Goon. Hey, have you ever been looking... Have you ever said, I really could... I see one of those goons over there. I could use a nice, colorful suit like that. Come on down to Green Soup Goons, Green Suits, get yourself a nice green suit. I promise you, you're not gonna regret. You can also visit greensuitgoonsgreensuits.com and type in the code green suit Goons, green suit Goon Deal. sale on the green suits, and get 20% off your first green suit.
1: Let me tell you, you put the riffin' in and griffin, let me tell
0: you. It means a lot. I appreciate that. I can't believe nobody said that to me before. Because <laughs> you're absolutely fucking right, goddammit. <laughs> uh, Ethan, how is, how's it going?
1: Dude, it's going really good. I'm happy to
0: be doing another, another Supper Boys. Oh my god, it's been so long, actually, since we recorded an episode of Supple Boys. Of course, they've been coming out periodically for you guys, the Supple folks, but for Ethan and I, we actually haven't recorded a Supple Boys episode in about a month, is yeah, it? Yeah, I uh, I feel fucking yeah.
1: refreshed. I'm
0: ready to go. Refreshed and positively ready to do... Uh, a, an interesting kind of episode, I think, this week. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. I, I. don't know if anybody's I ever. I don't know where this kooky this idea came
1: from. Just uh, to just dig head. up some old Silver Age comic books and just have a chat. What I mean and read them. I yeah, don't so know if so any other podcast has week, ever guys, gotten guys, into uh, this area, but it seems worth yeah, a shot. we
0: decided. We've decided that uh, every once in a while, whenever we're feeling it we might go ahead and pop open a couple of uh, Silver Age Daredevil issues in chronological order, of course. I think that goes without saying. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, just kind of chat about them and uh, maybe let you guys know what happens in the issue first and then a little discussion. I don't know that I love the
1: chronological order idea. I think that, you know, if you do that, I don't know. I don't want to cover like a bunch of garbage and then Deadpool number w- or fucking Daredevil number one. I think that we should just cover, you know, Daredevil one and then two and then h- who cares about chronology? Yeah, keep it straight. Uh, I'm not interested in chronology. Um, who is? N- yeah, I don't think that's interesting to listen to. So we'll I just... to be
0: the sorry sap that gives a shit about, oh, well, this issue actually takes place between <laughs> these issues. And yeah. Kurt Busick actually wrote a whole fucking series about Daredevil wearing a blue suit. Can you fucking imagine? Uh, like, I don't know. <laughs> be crazy, yeah. That'd be, wow. No, thank and, you. And man bats there. <laughs> Feeling good about all the creative stuff we're doing, Ethan. Of course, a big part of this podcast is to also document our rise to being the greatest comic book writers of all time and podcasters <laughs> and podcasters and um, the producers of. It's mm. like is that count as one whole thing? Influencers? Branding experts? <laughs> 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 and uh before we talk about some comics, I wanted to let the folks know what we've been doing. Um we've been editing a whole bunch of stuff. We've been uh, realizing that we love we just fucking love narratives. We just can't stop we can't stop. fucking <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> we just can't help but fucking tell stories yeah I guess, and as the last fun. couple
1: episodes of Supple Boys have trickled out you've seen that we've put out some other projects they're very exciting it's all very exciting and we're working on stuff that we haven't even really talked about publicly yet that I'm also very excited about we've just got so much shit in the works um, and I hope everybody is excited about Supple Boys we had a couple of like two week spans there hopefully we're back on our weekly schedule now um, and uh, hopefully Don't while we're doing that you
0: can't keep Mr. Parker Ah, but those are the best kind. Um,
1: (laughs) But, uh, you know, and then outside of that, we'll just be dropping shit constantly. We got so much in the works. uh, And I can't wait for everybody to see all of it.
0: Remember how the website has a tab for comics? Does it? That's weird.
1: They're very interesting.
0: Very interesting. (laughs) Is that a reference to something? No, No, not at all, actually. Hmm. Uh do you want hey do you want do you want to talk about anything else before we talk about some Daredevil comics keeping in mind that of course our usual segment supple suggestions will still be present at the end of this episode. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll save my other shit for
1: supple suggestions. I'm excited to talk about, talk about some comics. What a novel concept. Uh, to do some sort of it. some sort of mystery science theater 3000 kind of bullshit uh, about some old comic books. I think that could be fun. I don't know. Maybe this won't
0: work. Maybe it'll be a failed experiment and we'll never do it again. But, hmm. Well, Ethan, I thought I would start us off uh, in the discussion here, seeing as... I'm hosting this episode. Right. I figured I'd take the lead on it, show sure. you the ropes that'd be on great. Uh, what we're kind of doing here. So then, you know, I don't want us. I don't want one of us to start the episode on the you know the very first episode of the show and start the episode off on one note, and then have the other person come in and just totally do a different thing. I mean, yeah, I guess. I mean, yeah, that'd be weird. Hey, what? Whoa! Watch out, Ethan, because here comes Daredevil. The Man Without Fear. Issue number one. Just out of curiosity, when is this issue from? Well, it's cover dated from April of 1964. Smack dab in the middle of the silver age of comic books. Ethan, what's on the cover here? Well, we got we got our main character. We got our, our lead here in yellow and red, as he will be forever. and
1: Blindingly red yellow. And
0: red. <laughs> Blinding yellow. It says, remember remember when we introduced Spider-Man? Spider-Man! Remember when we introduced... <laughs> it's the one the one word that gets me into the fucking Stan Lee voice. Spider-Man! Spider-Man. Hey, re- this is Stan Lee talking here because he wrote the issue. Remember when we introduced Spider-Man? Now we continue the mighty Marvel tradition with Daredevil. Hey, it's a worthy companion magazine to such all-time great greats as... the the fabulous Fantastic Four. In this issue, you will meet the most unusual hero of all, Matt Murdock, fun-loving Foggy Nelson, and gorgeous Karen Page. Does this sound like a superhero comic to you, Ethan? (laughs) (laughs) I love... Can you guess why Daredevil is different from all other crime fighters? Ooh, (laughs) I... I, Is it... (laughs) Oh, is it because he's, he's costume? He's, he, nobody else wears yellow and red? Oh, no, it's because nobody else carries a, a stick as a weapon. And stands like, no, it's because he's blind as shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I fucking love Daredevil, just to say right off the bat, uh... And I like I I always have loved Daredevil, but the Netflix show made me love the character so much, and I think it's like on par with the greatest comic adaptations we've ever gotten. And uh, the con- the Silver Age comics are such a delight because they're the most mm-hmm. ridiculous soap
0: opera you'll ever find. Uh, Just and not fucking Daredevil, as I think most people know Daredevil. Yeah, um, it's very. Uh, um, Fucking Frank Miller Daredevil stuff and Bendis, uh, yeah. The Bendis stuff, yeah. And the Netflix show. Right. That's fucking Daredevil to people.
1: And I but love so much that there are such distinct <laughs> eras that you can enjoy in such different ways. Like it's like 66 Batman versus later Batman. Totally. Like, like, Totally. Because the DNA of Daredevil is all here in these 60s, 60s issues. It's all the elements are in the same place. Yeah. It's yeah. just a totally different flavor. The premise is totally the same. It's yes. just the tone. Yeah. The tone is completely different. It's the different.
0: best. It's the best. I, I, I can't wait to get into it. And you know what I think really is the, the catalyst for a lot of that is the emphasis that we initially, not initially, but eventually end up placing on uh, his r- religious views. Oh, yeah. Um, that's definitely the sort of thing that just suddenly adds a whole different layer yeah. and weight. You to don't
1: care, get much of anything. that initially at all. Yeah, I think a lot of that comes from the Frank Miller stuff for sure.
0: Yeah, Absolutely uh it's but unlike so spider-man spider-man i think always has inherently had a sort of level of silliness that was also present in the silver age stuff yeah. Right. that's that tone has kind of been consistent with spider-man forever yeah we still kind of feel that sort of way about him but right. like we're saying right here daredevil has a very very similar flavor uh in his beginning issues here Right, but then eventually, like, just becomes a whole different fucking. He thing.
1: takes more of a Batman route. He becomes kind of a grim Avenger, mm-hmm. like, and he's more of a ninja character. He, he takes to the shadows and stuff, which is funny because his costume stays bright red. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, initially it's. This is just I fucking yep. love Silver Age dirt.
0: <laughs> Listen, bright red, but he's also rocked a couple of sick. Fucking black, some grays. I do <laughs>
1: really like the the like from the Charles Soul era, the black costume with like the red double D's. That's so cool. Um,
0: okay, but not ni- but nineties Daredevil. Oh, <laughs> Daredevil Unlimited. <laughs> that sounds hype as shit. That would be
1: awesome. Daredevil Fuck. needs to get ah. to the monkey world for Daredevil Unlimited. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Daredevil gets to the monkey world and the first thing he's like, he's like, Where's your monkey church? <laughs> <laughs> and then they get there and fucking He crouches Jesus down in the pew crucified. and he's like,
1: Monkey God, forgive me. <laughs>
0: monkey Father, forgive me for I've sinned. <laughs> <laughs> I can't be monkey Matt Murdock now. I have to be monkey daredevil. And only monkey daredevil.
1: I, yeah, that's, those are the elements we're going to get from Daredevil later, the very self-serious religious and ninja elements, but for now, what we mostly get is, uh, is, you know, a yellow-suited guy fighting hooligans, uh, alongside, I really like Karen Page, but so does my fat friend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, fuck. (laughs) there's a lot of fat shaming surrounding foggy nelson but not nearly as much blind shaming as surrounds matt Murdock. (laughs) i think we guessed uh the question on the cover as to why daredevil
0: is different from all other crime fighters he has a disability yeah (laughs) but anyway right here on the cover he's jumping over some uh some goons They all got their fedoras on, their newsies caps, and they're all like, hey, watch out. We got guns, Daredevil. And he's like, I don't care. Here I come.
1: (laughs) That's his catchphrase. (laughs) I don't care. Here I come. <laughs> and they like, oh shit, here comes Daredevil. I would love it if every cover, because they, they do for a bit say, here comes Daredevil. I would love it if every cover said, Here comes Daredevil. And it's
0: him going, I don't care, here I come. <laughs> <laughs> Just him on the, he's always on the cover in like a fucking uh fucking uh, Henry Winkler pose. <laughs> like, hey, hey. I, I don't care. I'm on my way. I'm on my way. <laughs> It's, it's very similar to if somebody were to walk into a room and say, I'm Daredevil, I'm here. Yeah. Great. <laughs> awesome. You open it up, the opening splash page has the origin of Daredevil in massive Ooh. letters. And he's in a very, it's pretty much the exact same photo. from. I think um, it is the same. The <laughs> cover, they just flipped it. They just flipped it. Remember this cover, if you are, the cover is Amazing Spider-Man number one, by the way, from the year prior. Remember this cover? If you are one of the fortunate few who bought this first copy, you probably wouldn't part with it for anything. Now we congratulate you for having bought another prized first edition. This magazine is certain to be one of your most valued comic mag possessions in the months to come. Just the months to come. a few months, this is going to be your favorite one.
1: Yeah. We should talk about Amazing Spider-Man number one sometime. That would be cool.
0: I do love Spider-Man.
1: Like, it would be cool if like I don't know about like next episode, but maybe in like ten episodes or something. We do like a Spider-Man.
0: Written by Stan Lee, illustrated by Bill Everett, and lettered by Sam Rosen. Mm. Hey, let's get into it. So uh it starts off we got a shot of Fogwell's gym. One flight up, folks. Get on up there. Get on up to Fogwell's gym, where a couple of guys, they're betting on some, they're playing some poker. They're saying, come on, Porky, we haven't got all day. The Fixer may be here soon. Hey, keep your shirt, keep your shirt on, Sam. (laughs) I don't want to see it. I don't want to put your shirt down. Also, shut the fuck up. I don't rush for anyone, all right? And they're like, hey, well, uh, if you don't think the Fixer's kidding, what do you make of all this noise? And they're like, hey, wait a minute. Who's this guy standing in our fucking doorway? In goddamn bright ass tights! How did we not see him earlier? He's fucking glowing. He's neon yellow. He's with in the doorway. He's like, tights. I don't care. I'm
1: coming.
0: He's literally standing there with his with his hands on his hips, and they say, "Hey, you're in the wrong place, Buster. We don't use costumed wrestlers here. I've seen none of getups, but that one. That one takes the cake. Look at his build." hang around fella maybe the fixer can use you hey that guy's here looking for trouble the fixer won't like it and daredevil says with with much fucking intent he says i intend to do just that when i'm through with the fixer he'll never be able to use anyone ever again They're like oh yeah well what if we beat you up and he's like that's all right i'm daredevil i don't care here i come <laughs> and
1: you know it is it is worth remarking that that is kind of his attitude he's like hey guys and then he, he just showed uh, up and he finds him he's,
0: and he's kind of chipper he's not like in the shadows and he's not like trying to just beat the shit out of this entire room of while guys, he's, he's beating right someone he's not like
1: forgive me father for us
0: <laughs> <laughs> this guy's like hey let go as he's swinging him by his legs and
1: he's like oh I'll be glad to little chum once again he's like <laughs> 60s batman <laughs> he says
0: chum I think, we should, I think we should make Daredevil's character in this. Daredevil as we know him today, but he sounds like 60s Daredevil. And mm-hmm. so they're like, hey, come at me. Come at me, Daredevil. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. Watch out. I don't care. Here I come. I'm Daredevil. And so then they get into the fight, and he's like, forgive me, father. I've sinned. <laughs> and he's beating the shit out of these guys. Does the world even need Daredevil? <laughs> does matt murdoch really contribute anything valuable to society or should i just give that up and become a crime fighter for the rest of my life is the law enough can i be judge jury and executioner <laughs> uh, that's good all right anyway uh daredevil with ease takes this room of goons down. How so? Well, uh, he launches one of them with his feet. He spins one of them around into, and just throws them into the other ones. And then he uses his signature ability club weapon as he hears a, a, a guy going to grab his gun. He's like, sorry, playmate. You'll have to move lots faster than that because watch out. Who cares? Me, I don't. <laughs> a I shit? I don't. <laughs> I don't care because I'm Daredevil and here I come. I'm on my way. <laughs> if you're grabbing a gun i guess i can use a simple little billy club and he tosses it and the guy's like well shit i can't i can't just hold on to the gun that tight. it's ridiculous <laughs> a billy club goddamn." <laughs> but the fight continues for several more panels and daredevil's swinging around from all the gymnastics equipment they're throwing chairs at him but it doesn't matter because daredevil he fucking tuckers them all out they're all sitting there like Okay, mister, we've had enough. And, and now who are you and what do you want? And he's... <laughs> if it ain't possible, nobody can fight like that. He must do it with mirrors. Yeah. Man, if there were mirrors, <laughs> you probably would have punched fucking a fucking figured mirror it out. at some That's why he's point.
1: different than all other crime fighters <laughs> is he's got mirrors. He uses
0: mirrors. God damn it. Why didn't anybody else think of it? Is Mysterio did. Don't they did. say that? Don't they say that at some point in Spider-Man that somebody... Yeah, is it Mysterio... Or was there also a point where someone's like, how does Spider-Man fucking swing yeah, around? Yeah, I think and that's like, everybody's first assumption. <laughs> I
1: would love it if, now if now you check plate- back <laughs> in every Marvel first appearance, the Fantastic Four show up, and the, and the people in the streets are like, oh my god, that ha- that has to be mirrors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everyone in the Silver Age was just told that every like all the weird... Sh- the moon landing? Mirrors. Mirrors. <laughs> They were reflecting a picture of the moon Mm -hmm. down uh, onto the stage. Mm -hmm. Obviously. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Now that playtime's over, I'll hang around until I find the fixer. As for who I am, you can just call me Daredevil. Oh, shit. And he's like, matter-of-factly, I'm Daredevil point is who's got one thumb i'm in daredevil and my
1: mask doesn't fit great it's really loose in the neck i got it's a little bunched <laughs> up around my neck
0: that's <laughs> all right we'll fix it in a few this issues is, this is mark one <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you guys think i got more buttons than you'd expect it looks like he's wearing an ascot under the mask <laughs> <laughs> it totally does it totally does Daredevil, a brand new name in the world... That was probably... That probably blew the fucking mic out. (laughs) (laughs) Daredevil! (laughs) (laughs) Daredevil, a brand new name in the world of superheroes, but which one is destined to reach the very heights of glory? For Daredevil has a special type of power, such as no adventurer has ever had before. To learn what it is, let us go back a few years, back to the origin of the man called Daredevil. And so we do. We go back to 1950, where a little... Little... Uh, very ginger uh, Matt Murdoch. He's standing there. He's got a baseball bat. He's got a mitt. And uh, his dad's there with his hands on his shoulders. And he says, Hey, Matt, Maddie, Maddie, this is my stern father voice. All right? <laughs> it's very similar to your you goon to st- voice. I don't want you to study now, White. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, You got to go study. We're not playing ball. All right? You got to be the smartest kid. <laughs> He's like, but Dad, I don't want to study. I'm always studying. I'm never playing ball. I would love to play ball, but you're always telling me to study. And he's like, <laughs> I promised your mother before she died that I wouldn't let you grow up to be an uneducated pug like me. You're going to amount to something, Matt. Uh, all right. All right. Yeah, I guess so. That sounds like a good deal, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Now, why don't you get on up to that room and also play your music loud? And uh, don't come on down. Don't come down here. (laughs) Just stay up there until I tell you to come down. All right. I don't know what that is. (laughs) As the years roll by Matt Murdoch stands on the sidelines with the shrill piece of shit. He is. And he says, man, I wish I could go and I wish I could play football, but I can't because I still got to study. I've been studying for 10 years straight now, and I ain't going to stop anytime soon. And he never does, because sometimes he'll look out his window, he'll see a bunch of hooligans roughhousing in the in the scrapyard, uh, I guess, behind his fucking house, and he's like, man, I wish I could go down there and get tetanus. God damn, that looks like so much fun. All the kids, they bully they bully Matt Murdock because he's always studying. He's been studying for 10 years straight, and he's not going to stop now. And they say, well, 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 if it ain't old Daredevil himself. That's right, they call him Daredevil to mock him because, he, because he's actually... They think he's actually very scared. And so this is the contrast uh, that they're drawing by naming him Daredevil. It's funny because... Did you say that the kids call him Daredevil?
1: Because funny. in the panel where he gets called Daredevil, it mm-hmm. looks like two very old men calling him Daredevil. Very old old men. They're like... <laughs>
0: <laughs> look at him. Look at fucking Daredevil. <laughs> Daredevil.
1: <laughs> what? Matt, your hair's too cool and you're too smart. That's dumb. You should be <laughs> risking your neck like us old fucks out here on the playground.
0: <laughs> Me and this guy, we've been, fuck, we've been wrestling in this yard since before. before. <laughs> and here you are. You got cool hair. You got the coolest hair. All right. I wish I had yeah, You got Andrew Garfield
1: bright, hair If it was bright red It's sick But that's not enough
0: red Andrew Garfield there But it's not enough You know why? Because you need muscles You need muscles to survive <laughs> I've learned that Because I didn't grow enough muscles And now And now I'm actually 60 But I'm supposed to be 16 <laughs> <laughs> It's all because I didn't grow enough muscles Matt You gotta grow more muscles <laughs> If you're gonna survive man Well the brain is a muscle That's not shut the fuck up <laughs> shut the fuck up man. And so Matt reaches his room after these these old men taunt him they, <laughs> he thinks they're laughing at me they think I'm a sissy and he gets up there and he throws his books across the room he's like someday I'll show them I'll make them eat those words I'm as strong as any of them as rugged as any of them and I'll prove it someday I'll prove it and so with anger boiling he punches his dad's punching bed he punches it clean off the chain mm-hmm. right out of there he says, "I don't care." Here comes my fist. Oh, knocks it out. And he says, "Well, what, an up- what, what am I doing? <laughs> what? <laughs> big, big old brain of mine took me forever to think of this. Uh, my dad's a boxer. He's in shape. He's got plenty of equipment around here. I know exactly what to do. I've been watching him do his thing forever. I'm gonna do some barbells, rope skips, cable pulls. I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit the bag. I'm gonna hit the bag." <laughs> And you gotta I'm hit gonna, the bag. You gotta hit the bag. <laughs> if you don't hit the bag, what are you did doing? You go to the gym? What are you doing? Yeah, no. Are you working out if you don't hit the bag? You gotta sack out. <laughs> you gotta bag out. <laughs> Maybe a little rowing machine, too. Yeah. And so one day, uh uh Matt's dad comes home. He's like, how were things at school I was, uh, while I was away, Matt? Everything all right, son? Yep, Dad, just shredded his shit. Reading these books. <laughs> and, the, and his father looks very proud. He says, Matt, I know how tough it's been for you while the other kids were out playing and having a good time, literally your whole life. But the day will come when you thank me, boy. You're going to you're gonna amount to something just the way your mother would have wanted you to. But you know who's amounting to jack shit? <laughs> <laughs> is battling Murdoch. Dude can't, he's he's thinking to himself as he crosses the road, I haven't been able to land a fight in weeks. Nobody wants him. He's too old, he's too washed up, who gives a shit? And so he heads on over to, oh shit. Oh shit, he's looking for the fixer. <gasps> he says, the fixer, I always swore to myself that I'd steer clear of this guy, but, with his reputation, but now I've got no choice, I have to get a fight. Gotta support his kid if he's gonna amount to anything. So he goes to see the fixer, who's just a big guy in an orange suit. He's got a cigar and a white fedora, and it looks like he can't see uh, because his, his brow line is just so heavy. It's just so heavy that it's just closed his eyes uh, for good. He says, sure, I'll get you some fights, and you... Uh, what's, a, what's, a, what's, a, what's the fixer sound like? He's like, hey, <laughs> all right,
1: all right. It's he's that. like, if I know two things in this world, it's that I can't see
0: and that you're going to throw this fight. Well, he's always smoking a cigar. He's always so and he's always been smoking a cigar. Oh. So the fixer is goon voice, but it's like a bit just a bit of the most raspiest <laughs> goon voice. Sure, I'll get you some fights and you won't have to take a dive either. Just because I'm really a soft <coughs> hearted fool. Uh he has signed this contract. (coughs) Sorry. (coughs) Sorry. (laughs) 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 And so Batlin Murdoch, he slams his he slams his name on the slams? (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck am I saying? He signs this document with the, the fixer. He's like, "Well, it's the luckiest day of my life. Now I'll be able to send old Matt off to college. I don't have to worry about a thing." And he walks in. He's like, "Matt, wait till I tell you the news. You're going to college." And he's like, Sh- "Shit, Dad!" Right. <laughs> Except no, he's not because what Matt's not even in the room. He walked in there. He was like, "Matt, you're going to college." And then there was just nobody in there. He's like,
2: "Fuck." All right,
0: all right. Well, I guess I'll just wait until he gets <laughs> home and that, and then I could jump out and say it. Or I could be like, Matt, come in the other room, and then he'll come in here, and then I'll say it. Hmm. All right, well, I'll figure it out, I guess. (laughs) Where's Matt? Matt is returning from the library, actually, at this moment, taking the most important few steps of his entire life, as Stan notes. Mm. Uh, As he sees a blind old man crossing the street, says, gee, you'd think someone would help that blind man across the street. Say, mister, can I give you a hand? Nope. No response. He didn't seem to hear me. He must be deaf too. Say, there's a truck coming towards oh, the corner. <laughs> it's coming right towards him. And uh, sure enough, an Ajax truck atomic dri- lab radioacti- cut to the truck driver, and he's like, "I don't care. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I'm coming." You know why? Because you. Because eventually, you'll have to not care, and you'll have. To. <laughs> I mean, who Daredevil? And I'm about to. I'm about to help make Daredevil reality, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and they the two truck drivers are actually they're trying to get a control of their truck which is labeled Ajax Atomic Labs Radioactive Materials Danger oh shit <laughs> like Sam Hank slam on the brakes someone's crossing in front of us I can't something's wrong She won't
1: stop this is the 60s so every third car in traffic is one of these atomic chemical
0: trucks <laughs> <laughs> and sure enough this, this man has no idea but Without a moment's hesitation, his supple his supple muscles. Oh, he's a
1: supple All boy.
0: Right. Matt Murdock is a supple boy. Canonically, right. I love it. Canonically, Daredevil is the supplest of superheroes. You know what that means, Ethan? We gotta have a run on Daredevil now. Oh, Buck. I would love that. It sounds, yeah, me too. I love Daredevil. I
1: got religious background and baggage mm-hmm. because of it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you were traumatized by the church. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Without a moment's hesitation his supple muscles responding to the emergency with the speed of thought Matt Murdoch hurdles towards the scene of impede- impending danger. He won't have a chance unless I can reach him. I'll let the car hit me cuz I'm so supple. It won't <laughs> matter, it'll bounce off me like nothing. But he's so fragile and frail, the opposite of supple. <laughs> and so Matt hurls himself in front of the in front of the unsuspecting blind man And knocks him out of the truck's path. But he himself is not so fortunate. Uh, We don't see exactly what happens, but we see a bunch of people surrounding what we know to be Matt's body on the ground. They say, he saved that man's life. Most heroic act I've ever seen. But a cylinder fell from the truck. It struck his face. Is, Is it something radioactive? And the truck driver's like, well, gee, I don't fucking know. And they point to the fucking sign that says radioactive materials danger. And someone says, oh, don't just stand there. Someone call an ambulance. Is he dead? That would be such a shame for such a supple young man. If this kid's ever going to hit the bag again, we got to (laughs) call an ambulance, (laughs) god damn it. (laughs) Uh. Later at Municipal Hospital, the nurse is telling Mr. Murdoch, his father, you know, your son is very brave, and you know what? This, This really could have been a lot worse. We're talking radioactive material fell on, coated your son. Your son was drowning in radioactive. materials. <laughs> that He's not dead is a miracle. Uh, but yeah, he is, but yeah, he's blind. He's definitely he's super blind, blind. Super, super blind. Couldn't see a fucking thing. will never see a thing for the rest of his life ever. And, uh, but, but Matt is saying the exact same things. He says, Hey, I've lost my sight, but at least I'm alive, dad. And he's like, yeah, well, I'm sad still. I'm still a sad. I don't have dad. to
1: see the bag to hit the bag. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you can just put me in front of the bag, and then I'll hit it. And then I'll hit it harder than I ever could. <laughs> He's always been about hitting the bag. <laughs> but days later, after the injured boy returns home, good news, Matt. The doctor's report says that an operation may restore your sight in a few years after the tissues have healed. And Matt says, "Dad, I'm the smartest kid alive because of you, and I can tell you that's bullshit. That is bullshit. I had radioactive materials <laughs> seeping into my retinas, Dad. And gone forever.
1: It didn't even have to be radioactive.
0: You could have just poured gasoline in my eyes, and I'd still be blind <laughs> forever." <laughs> But in the days that follow, Matt Murdock studies more than the written word. He begins a still more intensive program of physical exercises. He's, listen, he's punching the smaller bag. Yeah. And <laughs> assumably the larger bag. Hitting both bags, you could say. Matt Murdock hits both bags, all right? <laughs> Fuck yeah, he does, ladies. <laughs> he's doing backflips with his cane in his hand. He's got his glasses on, his cool guy, blind guy glasses. Yes. <laughs> But whatever the explanation is, Dad, don't you understand?
1: Oh, I get to wear sunglasses indoors now.
0: <laughs> and his dad sheds a single tear, and he's like, Fuck you, son of a bitch. <laughs> That's the peak of coolness. God damn it. You already have such cool hair, son.
1: I'm and so you're ripped proud. and smart.
0: I'm so goddamn proud, and so would your mother. <laughs> Matt's thinking to himself, I don't get it, ever since my accident I seem to be able, I seem able to do everything lots better than before even without my sight. It's as though nature made all my senses far more powerful to compensate for my blindness as like a sort of like sorry dude. He's <laughs> on top of the world. And he's all <laughs> smiles, he doesn't have any weird religious problems, he's fine. It's <laughs> <This is> great. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Radioactive material in his eyes was the best goddamn thing ever happened to Matt Murdock. He's already—he's still shredded. He's still super smart. Yeah. I wonder, could the radioactive elements which struck my eyes have anything to do with my increased powers? Strange things have been known to happen. Yeah. The strangest of which, sometimes, occasionally, if I'm a little too tired, I won't hit the bag. <laughs> that is strange. <laughs> you know what else it is? A fucking lie. I always hit the bag. I know. <laughs> 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 this is a this is a conversation he's assumably having with Foggy. <laughs> Speaking of whom, but whatever the explanation, it is a supremely confident, self-assured Matt Murdock who finally graduates from high school and is eagerly accepted by the director of admissions of State College, where we find him sharing a dormitory room with his new buddy, Franklin Foggy Nelson. Mm-hmm. And Foggy's like, Matt, dude, you're so fucking cool <laughs> and hot. And blind, did you know? (laughs) And he's like, yeah, yep, I did, I did, Foggy, thank you, Uh, once again, but despite the fact that I am blind, uh, I still get the best goddamn grades, and I hit the bag harder than anybody. Oh, fuck yeah. And he says his dad deserves all the credit, but he's like, man, my hearing, so acute, and my, my sense of smell, Matt, you're I so fucking cool, and that's girl. coming
1: from a guy who on the next page will wear an entirely <laughs> green suit with a matching green bow tie.
0: <laughs> and uh, where did he get his suit? I don't know. Let's toss it over to our sponsor. Oh, hey, everybody. It's me, Green Suit Goon. Hey, have you ever been looking? Have you ever said, I really could... I see one of those goons over there. I could use a nice colorful suit like that. Come on down to Green Suit Goons, Green Suits, get yourself a nice green suit. I promise you, you're not gonna regret You can also visit greensuitgoonsgreensuits.com and type in the code green suit Goons, green suit Goon Deal. sale on the green suits, and get 20% off your first green suit. I could recognize any girl by her perfume. Or any man by his hair tonic. Every man wears hair tonic in the <laughs> 60s. Even my fingers have become incredibly sensitive. It's just. If I, men stopped can,
1: wearing hair tonic, I don't know if I'd be able to recognize them.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, things like gender and sexuality would go out the window if there was no hair tonic. I have no idea who I was talking to. You know, it wouldn't matter at that point. Because to me, all gender is, is are you a hair tonic or are you a perfume? <laughs> <laughs> and really, we should all strive to be like Daredevil. <laughs> <a bit more. gasps> I can tell how many bullets are in the gun just by the weight of the barrel. And my sense of taste has developed—has become so highly developed that I can tell exactly how many grains of salt are on a piece of pretzel. Watch. Eighteen. <laughs> Seven. (laughs) Weak. Twelve. Perfect. That's a fucking awesome ability. (laughs) And so that gives him, of course, a sort of radar sense, which allows him to easily move all around any sort of obstacle that could be in his way. So he just kind of maneuvers around, walks around. He don't even need the cane. It's all for show, baby. Yeah. At one point, he's about to walk into the road, and they're like, hey watch out you're about to cross the street and he's like no thanks i can make it sir <laughs> <laughs> and you know who else is so matt murdoch on top of the fucking world as he enters college who else is on top of the world battling matt matt murdoch's father <laughs> <Battling> Mur- <laughs> i haven't And presenting so battling matt
1: murdoch's father <laughs> <laughs> Uh,
0: the fixer is very pleased with how, uh, badly Murdoch has been doing, um, and he's making a boatload of cash himself, so everything's really working out. But Murdoch leaves, and, uh, (laughs) the oldest, most shriveled man, who's always holding a towel for some reason that, you know, he helps, he helps the fixer, he's like the bookie, I guess, for the fixer, uh, he says, wait till the old fool finds out that all his fights were set ups. The paid you paid his opponents to take a dive. You didn't you fix didn't you fix her? And the fixer's like, yeah, I sure did. I sure did. It was (laughs) it was pretty good. I I did it to give Murdoch a build-up, you know, to draw the crowds, but he'll learn the facts of life in his next fight. That's where I get him to take the count.
2: (coughs) Oh god.
0: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and a few days before Bailey Murdoch's latest fight Foggy runs up he's like Matt Matt I, I, I mean I know you're blind uh, you're blind so you couldn't read the newspaper but the newspaper is all about your dad he's gonna have a killer fight it's Kid Murdoch to face Davis the number two contender you don't know because uh, you're blind you can't read that um, so I just wanted to I just wanted to let you know Matt uh, but we we gotta go see this fight and Matt's like, yeah, I've, I've already got the tickets, Foggy, uh, one for each of us. And he's like, stupid idiot. I read the headline, quote unquote, around red because readings for suckers. Did you want me to read, read the, read the, the did you want me to read
1: the article to you?
0: Nah, that's OK. <laughs> no, did no, you want me dude, to read
1: the, the 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 comics this
0: this week? Uh, No, dude. No, family Circus is great. so good. I bet. I bet. Yeah, that's fine. Ah, you go on back to the dorm. I'm just gonna let me just um, read Family Circus really quick. I'm gonna read Family Circus. Foggy, you know, I gotta go. I gotta go hit the bag. The way that Family Circus
1: uh, uh, just flips your expectations on their head Uh consistently is mind blowing to me.
0: Foggy is just like a fucking (laughs) comics commentary Twitter that just won't fucking leave for some reason. (laughs) (laughs) Won't shut the fuck up, and you can't mute. Can't mute him. Don't get me started on Garfield
1: because. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just by running the finger over the page and feeling the impression of the ink, Daredevil, Matt Murdock, he knew exactly what the headline said. And so the next night at the fight, Murdock is thinking, you know, the fixer said I have to take a dive in the first round. And in the corner of the middle-aged sensation battling, it's Matt Murdock's dad. <laughs> But then they get into the fight and Murdoch thinks himself, but my boy's here tonight to root for his dad. I've always trained him to do his best. I can't disappoint him now. So instead of taking the dive like the Fixer wants him to, Badland Murdoch wins the motherfucking fight. After the fight, Matt says, wow, dad, you did it. You proved that nothing's impossible if a man has the courage if a man's not afraid, and Foggy says, yeah, I told him you won the fight because I know he couldn't see, and so I told him that you won. Isn't that awesome, sir? <laughs> yes, Foggy, thank you. It is nice to have someone else explain everything to Matt. I had to do that for you. Do you years. read Family
1: Circus? Because I... <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no.
0: laughs> I want you to be proud of me, Matt, my son. But, you know who's not proud, not happy, not anything good with battling Murdoch's dad? <laughs> <laughs> uh, It's the fixer. He says, nobody crossed. <laughs> Sorry. Nobody crosses the fixer. You know what to do, Slade. Yeah, yeah boss, I know what to do. Mm-hmm. First and, appearance and like of Slade Wilson. A, he's reaching for a knife, and the fixer's like, mm-mm. He's like, Yeah, I know what to do. And he's reaching for his wallet. And the fixer's like, Mm-mm. Again. <laughs> he's like, All right. Well, just so we're clear, I do know what to do, sir. And he grabs the gun and the fixer's like, Mm mm. He's like, All right, yeah, I know what to do, sir. <laughs> what does he have to do? I don't know. We uh we do peep Matt Murdoch's dead. Walking down the corner here, he's like, "I'm having the best goddamn day. (laughs) I don't care what the fixer does or anything. My son is proud of me, and that's all I." (laughs) Suddenly, the (laughs) sharp. (laughs) Couple more. Couple more. I know exactly what to do, sir. Unload the whole thing. I bet, right? (laughs) It just in the street. Suddenly the sharp sound of a gunshot destroys the silence of night and ends one man's reverie forever. Yeah, uh battling Matt Murdoch's dad. He's dead. Big rip on that one. And the the uh the detectives that show up, they're like, It's battling Matt Murdoch's dad. Uh he won the big <laughs> fight tonight. Yeah, well, somebody must have been awfully sore about his victory. And we're not going to rest until we find out who. Brr. Two detectives are here.
1: One's in a brown suit, others also in a brown suit. Brown
0: suit! detectives. Yeah, 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 yeah. Brown suit detectives. For a fucking show. And then it's fucking little chime, and it's like Brown suit detectives was recorded in front of a live studio audience. They're a real number one.
1: They're a real odd couple because one is like a, a <laughs> is like a chain-smoking well, hard-boiled brown suit detective <laughs> and the other one is a real hard-boiled
0: chain-smoking brown suit detective. No, you're missing the key difference here, Ethan. One of them wears regular ties and one of them wears a bow tie. Bow ties. You're right. Mm. Mm-hmm. Leave it up to the audience to guess which shade of brown regular is tie wearing c- which detective tie. is
1: like, "I don't always agree with your methods, brown suit detective." But goddamn, if you don't get the job done!
0: <laughs> Which methods? The bow tie. <laughs> Later, after grieving, Matt Murdock has heard the tragic news, and uh, Foggy sits on his bed and he says, "Matt, your dad's dead. Um, I know you can't. S- I know you can't <laughs> see his body." But I wanted to let you know. Are you crying? <laughs> <laughs> you gotta snap out of it, Matt. Pull yourself together, fella. That's what your dad would have wanted. He wants you. He would have wanted you to get up off this bed. And first, we'd talk about family circus, and then he'd want you to hit the bag. <laughs> he'd want you to hit the bag, hit the bag, Matt. Not hit the mattress. <laughs> So you got to get up out of there. I'll be graduating soon. and My dad's setting me up in a law office and I want you to join me, Matt, as my partner.
1: A man must choose between hitting the bag and sacking out. And Matt, goddammit, I want you to hit the bag. You
0: never sack out. You never sack out. But you always hit the bag. I love this idea that Foggy just felt so fucking bad about this dude's dad dying. He's like, I want you to join me, Matt, as my partner. And Matt's like, yeah. Yeah, Foggy, actually I love that idea. Let's do it. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> F- you're blind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how that works when you're in the courtroom. Are you gonna are you gonna be able? To, is it legal? It's
1: 1964. We to, don't really know
0: anything. <laughs> <laughs> A lot of shady shit going on. And it's all legal? Or not? Mm-hmm. Am I going to have to read all of the files um, Do you? Or can we, uh, <laughs> we... We could hire someone. Let's hire another person to read everything to you, Matt. <laughs> so they graduate, finally. Matt, I'm just uh, I'm Matt tired. I can't read Family Circus to you every week. It,
1: uh, Karen Page <laughs> can do it. And Matt's like, great.
0: <laughs> Thank you, Fargie. Uh... So Matt graduates valedictorian, and Foggy's excited for him to be his partner. And the next day in New York, he says, "We're in business, Matt. With your brains and my dad's money, nothing will stop us. Come on in and meet the secretary I hired, Nelson and Murdoch, attorneys at law. Boon doon. We can play the fucking SBSU <laughs> fucking <Me>. <laughs> or <is> the <laughs> joke. Yeah." Nelson and Murdoch attorneys at law. Get to the monkey law- lawyers, monkey people. <laughs> Nelson and Murdoch monkeys at law. <laughs> meanwhile, uncountered at <laughs> monkey law. Yeah, meanwhile encounter. So Matt walks on in, and he does meet. But the Matt, new monkey, you're says, blind. <laughs> <laughs> monkey, Matt, you're blind. Everybody knows a monkey who's blind can't see, but he can't hit the monkey. <laughs> Stupid shit. God damn it. Stupid shit. Okay. He walks in to meet the secretary, and she says, Hi, my name is Karen Page, Mr. Murdoch. I hope you'll be pleased with me. And Mur- <laughs> Matt's immediate, immediate thought is, Her voice is like music. From the sound, she's five foot four, young, and I know she's lovely. Oh. And Foggy's just kind of creeping behind Karen. He's just like, yeah, mm-hmm. Good hire. <laughs> Later that night in the furnished room, Matt has rented. I like that it's called just a furnished room. Not really an yeah. apartment, just a single room. <laughs> he's rented near the office. He's like, I'll never be able to concentrate on my law work until until my dad's murderer is finally brought to justice. But years ago, I promised dad that Matt Murdock would use his head and never hit anything but the bag. Never become a fighter, never depend on my strength the way Dad did. But what if someone else could could hit something besides the bag? What if what if I could use my powers? Ooh, how about this? What if I sewed together a costume of two fabrics that I'm pretty sure are the same dark color? And what if I became a true hero? A few hours later, there! Whenever I don this costume, I'll no longer be Matt Murdock, but I'll need a new name. What if the kids in the old neighborhood could see me now? The kids who taunted me called me... (laughs) What if the old dudes that stalked the neighborhood (laughs) could see me now? Those weird old alcoholics that hung out in the park. They would call me... They called me Daredevil. Wait, that's it. Daredevil. They called me... Daredevil they called me? I don't care. (laughs) But but But... but they meant it as an insult. Well, that's who I'll be. The name is perfect, and the costume—I'm sure—looks looks really great. I think it looks fine. I can't. <laughs> I, that is the one thing that I can't. No idea of colors. Mm-mm. Is this all black? Hope so. That's what I'm going for here. The sleek, you know, hiding the shadows, sort of thing. And maybe I'll just toss some horns on there. I don't know. I like horns. my thing turned off (laughs) even though I don't need it to continue to carry a cane I I don't know I like
1: horns
0: (laughs) (laughs) listen well Matt Murdock he's a branding genius he even says it in this band this costume is tight enough to, to wear under my clothes if need be except for around the neck but that's fine I'll just wear an ascot I'll just make a few finishing touches on the headpiece. When I'm through, Daredevil will be recognized everywhere. He knew what the fuck he was doing. The horns, the Hey, what's up,
1: you guys? It's me, Daredevil, back at it again with another video. Today, (laughs) I'm going to show you all how to hit the bag four times a week.
0: Of course, everyone's always asking me, Daredevil, how do you have time to hit the bag four times a week, (laughs) make two hit podcasts, (laughs) and find time to rap for SoundCloud? (laughs) Let me tell you guys. Be a, and be a lawyer on top of all of it great question well i'm here to tell you my daily routine daredevils daredevils Murdoch/ debut
1: Daredevil. rap ep of course is called
0: father forgive me <laughs> that's so fucking good <laughs> and it's just and it's just lo-fi beats and every once in a while like you'll just say father uh Listen, I don't, do. I need to carry a weapon. I don't know. I hit the bag plenty of times a day, so I think my fists are weapon enough. But what if the cane that I carried is Matt Murdock? What if I modified that into a, a sick billy club? Like fucking awesome. Like I could, I could take the cane and I'll like I'll move it around. So then I could like, if I wanted, I could like use it to hook stuff and swing from it. But I could also throw it. God, that'd be fucking sick. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no new thing. He's Daredevil now. Daredevil's sick. He's sick. He's Daredevil. He's literally like his whole shtick is fuck your shit. I'm doing whatever the fuck I want. I'm Whoa. Daredevil. I ain't no, bitch. I'm Daredevil. His name is literally yeah, ironic. ironic. <laughs> yeah, it's hilarious. And so he tests. He tests out his billy club. He does some flips. He's like, it's perfect. Now I'll go seek justice. Oh. <laughs> So he's walking around as Matt Murdock. He's like, "Do do do." No,
1: the color of
0: justice—yellow—and only yellow. I'm pretty sure I went with. The red was the mistake, actually. So Matt Murdock is walking down the road. He's like, "My dad's manager, the fixer." Yeah, he's 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 around here, I think. And he just kind of, you know, unneeringly guided by his. Adam induced radar sense. Matt Murdock just reaches his destination. He's like, alright, well, I think I found it. I think I found, uh, I think I found where the, where the fixer is. And he walks, uh, he says, first things first, Daredevil test number one, everybody. Gets in his costume, and he st- he just storms in there. He's like, hey, now, uh, you, uh, take me to the fixer. Or, or what? What's happening? Do you take me to the fixer? And the guy's like, or oh, nothing, th- we've had it, fella. Just hang around, alright? We'll, we'll be here any minute. This is from the beginning of the issue. Remember when he was fighting all the I guys? I remember. And You're probably like, wondering you how I got here. <laughs>
1: now you're all caught up. Want to know what happens next? Yeah, me too.
0: I love Sonic. <laughs> so, beginning of the issue fight. It happens. And he's like, where's the fixer? Take me to him. Please. The fixer walks walks through the door. He's got he's got his iconic two <laughs> side goons with him. White Fedora man and uh, blue fedora man. They're here. And of course the the fixer's white fedora man. Somebody asking for me. What do you want? Hey hey boss, dig the get up on that clown. Yeah, he looks like he looks like Trouble to Me Fixer. Want me to sh- what what me should we lean on him a little bit? That's what we say, right? We say that still lean on him. Is that so cool? Like, yeah, it's still cool. He's like, all right, yeah. We should lean on him a little bit. (laughs) I get a little insecure (laughs) that I'm like out of the loop on the lingo. I just feel like, you know, uh, the younger goo. I have social anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) What kind of meds are you guys on? Anybody else experienced it's 1964 anxiety?
1: like being aware of your mental health is cool and like
0: yeah it's cool my associates don't see my associates don't seem to like you your looks mister you better talk fat me personally I kind of like it but my guys my guys here my associates they don't like it and uh they're, they're the ones that do the lean in so don't look at me because I I think it's I think it's a good look red and yellow huh fuck red and yellow shit I mean, yeah red, yeah, red and yellow. That's it. You like the horns too? Yeah. Yeah, I think they really pull it all together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck yeah, they do. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just like horns. I don't know. And so, uh, Daredevil asks, I want to know what arrangement you had with battling Murdoch. <coughs> Murdoch. He's still smoking. He's smoking a cigar in this panel. as every panel the Fixer's been in. What's that to you? The Battler Murdoch? What's it matter to you anyway? And Daredevil says everything! <laughs> <laughs> and he pulls out his billy glove and he tosses it right into the fucking goon blue fedora goon's face uh, because he, he heard in the sound of his breathing the telltale click of the pistol he knew that dude was about to shoot this man. Uh, but Daredevil, he's on top of it of course. Mm-hmm. That's the tagline for the book, actually. is Daredevil. He's on top of it. <laughs> <laughs> the Billy Club bounces back. He takes, he's taking these dudes out, no problem. He uses the hook of the cane to trip the guy on the way out. But, but, the fixer's like, Hey, one boy, this guy looks like he hits the bag. Be careful. <laughs> I'll handle this. I hit the bag myself. <laughs> at least six, seven times a week. <laughs> Mr. So whoever you are, you're in a mess of trouble. You're not getting away with coming here and roughing us up. We got... We got law, We got rights. We got rights. We got laws to protect innocent people. Call the cops, Sam. I guess Sam is white fedora guy? He's wearing a suit jacket in one panel, but then he's not... There's so many fedoras. Can't even keep track. But Daredevil, he just tosses his club at the guy holding the phone, and the guy's like, well, fuck, I can't hold the phone and get hit with a billy club? Fuck! And, uh, so... That's that's taken care of. You're nuts. I had nothing to do with it. Says the fixer, and he's looking over at uh, at Sam, the other fellow that's involved here. And he's like, "No, I have another power. I wasn't even aware of. I can hear his pulse rate. It's speeding up, indicating he's lying. My super sense of hearing is like a built-in lie detector." Oh shit! Yeah, new new fucking new new power alert. Oh fuck! Power alert. Hey, maybe you do have an alibi. Maybe your finger wasn't the finger that squeezed the trigger, but you gave the order. No, 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 no! Stay back! You, go- oh, drop my cigar! <laughs> drop my cigar! You hate to see it. All right, all right, you win this time, damn devil. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Uh, but the the fellow behind him—he thinks he knows too much. He might even know I'm the murderer. Can't take any chances. And so he goes to shove Daredevil out the window, but Daredevil knows there's somebody go- about to push him out the window, so he kind of falls into it. He snags onto a flagpole with his cane and swings back into the building, kicks the shit out of that guy. Meanwhile, at the other side of town, Foggy Nelson says, Matt, Matt, you, dude, you're not going to believe what happened in <laughs> Family Circus this week. <laughs> he busts through the door and he's like, Matt, Matt, hey, Lazy Boneside. Shit, he's not... He's not here. <laughs> so he's like, Maybe I'll go to the office, maybe he's there, and he gets in there and he's like, Mad family certainly and he walks in, he's not there. He's like, Fuck! Where the fuck is this guy? Karen, today's your day off. What are you doing here? Oh, I know Mr. Nelson, but I'm I'm a stranger in New York and well I had no one to visit, so I thought I'd tidy up the office while I had a chance. Is Mr. Murdoch with you? No! Fuck! No! I don't know where he is. I don't like him wandering around town alone. Mm. Well, I understand. Oh, what a pity, such a wonderful, handsome man. It sucks that he's blind. <laughs> wow. I'd sure like to hear her talk about me in that voice. Thanks, Foggy. Uh, hey. damn, well, she d- really let says his blind- what, a,
1: what a pity such a wonderful, handsome man is so handicapped. <laughs>
0: Fuck. Such a fucking bummer. in on, Stan. and I love that. Th- I love that. That is that's the line that makes Foggy go, "Damn, hey, wait a minute. I wish I wish you would talk about me in that. I wish you would call <laughs> me handicapped and fucking pity. I wish you would take pity on me. God damn. Well, uh, don't don't let his blindness fool you, Karen. He's still the smartest, most capable, most courageous fella I know. He doesn't even seem don't to mind not seeing. Don't let his blindness seeing. fool you. He's pretty good. <laughs> He's. He's still pretty cool. And he doesn't even like he doesn't even cry about being blind that much anymore. Jesus. Well, there's something about him that makes a girl want to take him in her arms and oh, oh, I'm sorry, Mr. Nelson. I had no right to speak that way. It's just that I'm so horny for Matt and not you. <laughs> Foggy thinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Daredevil, he's still wrapping up the fight. He t- actually, he's he wants to be such an intimate moment. The moment he gets revenge on his father's murderer, he takes all the other goons, he's like, hey, alright, all of you, out, alright? I'm only interested in Slade and the Fixer. Hey, but but you don't have to tell us twice, alright? Alright, we've seen, we seen you hit him. If you hit us, like you hit the bag, like you hit the Fixer. <laughs> no, thank you. No, thank you. I'm out. No problem. And the Fixer's like, Come back, you run, cowards, don't leave us. <coughs> don't leave us with them. <laughs> and they all walk out, and Daredevil stands there proud and he says, Well, well, well. Now you two, I've I've learned what I I've learned what I wanted. Slade actually did the shooting, but you gave the order, didn't you? What good'll it do you? You can't prove it. <coughs> yeah, where's your ev <coughs> mm, sorry. <laughs> Bad today. Where's your evidence? He's like, Well, I don't know. Uh, Daredevil says now for my final bluff They're so worried now They'll believe anything Right here I have a miniature tape recorder Concealed in my billy club I'll tell the police all they know And Slade's immediately like shit shit he's got us (laughs) And then the fixer literally Pulls the rug out under Daredevil uh, By ripping the rug out from under Daredevil And Daredevil I guess didn't see it coming Uh, Just (laughs) just one of those things That uh, one of his many powers Couldn't handle uh, and so he slips falls backwards and he's like, oh, my arm, Ooh ah, <laughs> I wrenched it. How am I going to hit the bag now? And he <laughs> continues to go down the steps. He's like, ouch, 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 ouch. OK, they can't have gotten far. I'll get him. I'll get him. And uh, even with his sprained arm, he finds time uh, to change back into Matt Murdock. Uh, and he's following the scent of Fixer's cigar uh, because he's he's always got to have it. He's always got it. And so he's following the scent of Fixer's Cigar down the sidewalk. No problem. And they eventually think that they've lost him. Uh, but at one point, <laughs> at one point, he speeds past them. Uh, and Slade goes, hey, did you see how fast that blind guy went past us? <laughs> it's <was> crazy. <laughs> he's blind. And they're like, it doesn't matter. Get down in the subway. And uh, Daredevil, he's just he just ran into the subway and then stripped down to his Daredevil costume again. Uh, and he st- resumes the position, hands folded, proud stance right in front of the boys, like going somewhere, boys. I'm like, what the f- fucking fucking he's so fast. That's <laughs> <laughs> crazy because he was in the office and uh, he's almost as fast as that blind guy. You know what it is? <laughs> he's almost as fast That's crazy. Could you imagine? Could you imagine the blind guy being a superhero? That's fucking crazy. No way. There's <laughs> just no way. <laughs> Separate! He can't get us both. I was afraid they'd try that. Well, what if I throw my billy club at you? <laughs> he trips Slade with his billy club, no problem. And then he says, well, that'll slow him down, but my billy club, it's all the way over there. I gotta go after the fixer. He's too far ahead. I need something to help me catch him. And so hes he finds that he's leaning on a big trash barrel, and you think, okay, well, great. Now he's gonna <laughs> throw the trash barrel at him. Easy. He's a strong man. He can do it. That's probably got to be way more convenient and uh, easier, probably, <laughs> I would say, than, I, I don't know, maybe uh, rolling <laughs> down, rolling the steel trash can down the subway in a sort of, I don't even know how to, how do I describe it? Daredevil is riding the trash can towards the fixer and he's like, eh, I don't <laughs> care, here I come. <laughs> The rolling steel is made, made Hey what's up you guys? It's Daredevil back with another
1: face video. Face. This week I'm doing the trash can challenge. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's a skater channel now and he's like just riding a trash can around doing a sick ollie on there. <laughs> it's a Tony Hawk Pro Skater but it's Daredevil on a trash can. <laughs> so the he does catch up to the fixer and he gets him. He's as the which no, is implied when the fixer says He's gonna get me. He's gonna get me. And at, at that second, the beefy, overweight, fear-filled figure of the fixer gasps and slumps to the ground, and his panic-stricken heart ceases to
2: beat.
0: My heart. I can't breathe. Oh.
1: <laughs> this happens every now and then in Stanley issues, where you're about to you're about to have the final
0: encounter with the villain, and then they just have a heart attack. <laughs> And Daredevil leans down and he's like, oh, 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 shit. I didn't even get to no finish horse. my trash can thing. I was going to, no I heartbeat. was going to launch it up at his face. I didn't get to say my whole speech. I didn't <laughs> even touch the speech. Fuck. Seems like a heart attack will save this state of This exp- will save the state the expense of a trial. And the cops show up and they say, what's going on here? And uh, Daredevil's like, whoop, got a blast. And he fucking snags onto the fucking subway. And he's like, follow me, guys. Maybe there's another one. And uh, he just rides the subway down until he finds Slade. Uh, And he tackles him. And he's like, the fixer just told us everything, Slade. uh, Sorry, Daredevil begins once again with the phrase, now for my last bluff. Which is Daredevil's second catchphrase, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Everything is always Daredevil's final bluff. You, you are, you're, you're, you did it. You shot him. Fixer said, you should, told you to shoot him, if I'm correct. But Fixer didn't touch the gun, you did. We got you. That's exactly what the Fixer said. And he's like, ah, you dirty crumb. He's not going to wiggle out of this. He's as guilty as I am, all right? I only pulled the trigger. He gave the orders. And the cops are like, well, that's all we need to hear. And he's like, oh, what? And Dettel's like, yeah, the cops were right over there the whole time. Mm, gotcha.
2: Da, 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 da. And they say, wait.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> two <laughs> cops. Two cops, they say, we sure did, but wait. Who are you? And Daredevil, in a sort of s- sincere little, little shrill voice, he says, I'm Daredevil. And then he swings <laughs> off. Like, da, ba, da, ba. <laughs> the name's Daredevil. Remember it. You'll be hearing it again. I promise. It's part of, I'm really leaning into the brand- daredevil got it good and he hops onto the top of the train and he gets on out of there not long afterwards matt walks into the office and foggy says ma matt (laughs) Thank Christ, dude! Jesus, I was—you can't. Don't wander off on me like that, huh? Huh? <laughs> you can't see, remember? All right, all right. I'm never ahead, letting you down. out of my sight again. Get over here. Let's read the fucking comics. I'm, let's do it. Let's. Let me read you the comics, old oh buddy, old oh pal. I thought I lost you. I'm never gonna stop reading comics to you ever. He looks
1: exactly like Sean Aston <laughs> on that last panel.
0: Totally does. <laughs> oh, just out for a quick walk, Foggy. And Karen says. We just had a call, Mr. Murdoch, an accused murderer named Slade. He wanted to know if we'd defend him. And Foggy says, but I turned him down. From the police report, I was convinced he's guilty. Hope you don't mind, Matt. And Matt says, mind? And he looks out the window and says, no. I don't mind at all. Not a bit. Not one single bit. (laughs) Foggy and Karen are like, okay. Yeah, cool, man. All right, yeah. (laughs) Dad, wherever you are, I kind of hope you're resting easier now. Just a little bit. (laughs) I don't care. I'm coming. I'm coming to the afterlife, too. (laughs) I don't care. You're coming. Eventually. Don't waste a minute. We can't wait to hear what you think of Daredevil. Send your letters to Daredevil. CO, Stanley, 3rd floor, 655, Madison Avenue, New York City, 21. (laughs) Twenty-seven. Is it? <laughs> in the meantime, remember, this is just the beginning. We've only scratched the surface. Daredevil really hits his stride in ish number two when he faces his first supervillain. Don't miss it.
1: Well, A- we weren't going to miss it. We were going to do issue two, but we've gone so
0: fucking long that there's no fucking way I'm doing issue two of there's this no episode. There's no fucking way we're doing issue two <laughs> this episode. What the fuck did I do? <laughs> <laughs> it's been so fucking long. I'm so goddamn rusty. No, it was. We great. haven't covered a fucking
1: issue in what in six months. It was great. Maybe we'll come back and do issue two sometime because issue two is fucking bananas. Like this issue is silly, but it's pretty grounded. And issue two is yeah. insane. Daredevil goes to space and fights Electro just just in one issue's t- difference. That's insane. Uh, I love this issue. It's awesome. Uh, despite all of the blind shaming. Uh, it's 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 and a, fat shaming and yeah, um, but <laughs> it was great and I loved it and you did I don't think you were rusty at all not that you've ever done this before I thought for your first time you did a great job. Nah, um, uh, thanks, dude. But uh, my voice is yeah. so hoarse. Fuck we, yeah, uh, I would love to do this again. This was fun.
0: <laughs> no, we definitely will. Part two, issue two, coming soon. For now, how about a musical another? This week's musical interlude is the song Sheep by Mount Joy, who I've actually already mentioned on the show a couple of times. Sheep is probably one of my favorite tracks by Mount Joy. Uh, It is, just like a lot of their other songs, uh, it manages to be a stellar folk rock jam uh, and entirely relevant at the same time. So uh, Mount Joy is constantly getting this, this fun sound in there without sacrificing any of the thematics. Uh, that the band wants to explore Uh, so I always, always appreciate stuff that not only sounds good, uh, but feels good to think about, feels good to listen to Um, so if you haven't already based on my other supple suggestions uh, go check out Mount Joy they got two fantastic albums out right now Uh, this one's from their first self-titled one and then Rearrange Us, their second one came out this summer head on over, check it out Mount Joy, Sheep alright everybody that time of the day, that time of the week, that time of the episode again. It's supple suggestions. Oh, Ethan, why don't you kick us off with a little Ethan's comics corner with a cue? Yeah, I mean, so
1: listen, I'm gonna keep it brief. Not only because I really want to stop doing this episode, but also because, <laughs> 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 but because uh, I might do. it. No, a- I
0: be- you. You have to do comics corner. <laughs> I just talked for 90 minutes straight.
1: (laughs) But also because I might do a separate comics corner later, but I got to just stop talking about the same books that I love. Uh, You guys know that I fucking like Ice Cream Man. Uh, But... Uh, just a couple of things to single out real quick. Uh, Chip Zdarsky put out Daredevil Annual 1 uh, which I was very interested in when I saw the solicitation because it says one more day on the front and I was like yeah. what? Uh, and then I read it and it was fascinating <laughs> just on the subject of Daredevil. Real quick, spoilers yeah. for Daniel Daredevil Annual Number 1. In Charles Soule's run, he had the inhuman character Reader uh, wh- which is a yeah. character where he can read anything and it becomes real, right? And so yeah. he read About Matt Murdock's fake twin brother, Mike Murdock, bringing Mike Murdock Mm -hmm. to life as a real separate person from Matt Murdock. And in this issue, One More Day, we follow Mike Murdock and see that he's gotten into some shady business and he ends up making, you know, using this magic artifact. because he's so lost he's like i'm not even a real person i was a fake thing that matt murdoch made up to get out of a date or whatever um and now i just (laughs) exist and i'm a human being but i just have all the same memories as matt murdoch and so he uses this magic artifact to alter the past to make himself always having been canon so now in in canon matt has always had a twin brother named mike murdoch uh oh my god yeah it's great what the fuck <laughs> yeah it's a really weird departure from the rest of chip's run but i think it's hilarious yeah. and it's clearly something chip really wanted to do um and yeah, no uh, shit
0: what the fuck yeah it's i think huge. it's
1: huge it's funny to see the flashbacks to like 60s daredevil and he's like mike murda he's got this twin brother uh that's a huge alteration and i love wild him. um so that's really 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 fun all the stuff that you already know that i like um read thor number seven it's incredible uh but Mm. i mostly just want to signal boost two manga that i've been reading uh i'm settling on manga i'm bouncing between manga and manga but i'm settling on manga it feels more comfortable um but i read a lot of manga and uh two that i've been reading uh one i they're both on the shonen jump app Uh, One that I love is called, it's a new one. It's only got three chapters and it's called high school family. And the whole premise is this kid starting high school, but his whole family's starting with him and his mom, dad, little sister, and even their, their dog or cat. Uh, And uh, I just thought that was hilarious. And it's a straight up comedy manga, which is really strange because getting into comedy, Japanese comedy stuff can be really weird because sometimes it just doesn't track. Um, But man, I just keep laughing at this thing. It's so like bizarre. Like like the reason his whole family's starting high school with him is just because they've always wanted to go to high school. Uh, his mom and dad only have a middle school education, and and he's like, "Why are you going to high school with me?" And they're like, "Cause we get to we deserve the experience of becoming a high schooler as much as you do, you little asshole, yeah, piece of shit. You know, for real, <laughs> it's so funny. It's really bizarre Damn. and great. Even the cat. Or dog, I think it's a cat passed the high school entrance exam, uh, and it's just fucking insane, and it's it's very funny, and I hope it lasts a while. Uh, although I understand if it doesn't, because the joke has already been told several times. But I think it's funny. Uh, the but something that I like, that's just that's just a little enjoyment I've been having. But something that I love is a manga called Blue Flag. Uh, and it is also set in high school. It's a romance, uh, manga, uh, kind of a love triangle thing. It was introduced to me as it's your classic love triangle kind of situation in high school, but with a significant twist. And I was like, Ooh, what's the twist? I was wondering if it's something supernatural because it's in Shonen Jump. It is not something supernatural. Uh, if you're going to read it, I recommend going in without knowing, but I will say here really fast. So if you, if you don't give a shit, you can hear me. skip ahead just like 60 seconds if you don't want to hear it. But there are these three characters. There's kind of a dorky boy. There's like the hunky jock boy. And then there's the girl. The girl is in love with the hunky jock boy. And so she asks the nerdy boy to help her uh, because they know each other to help her kind of woo him. But the twist is, is that for years, hunky jock boy has actually secretly been in love with dorky boy. Um, and uh, hey, yeah, so it. it's, it's this cool kind of modern twist on tri- typical high school love triangle stuff. And it's great. And it's already made me very emotional. Uh, and, uh, I'm very excited to finish it. So I definitely recommend that. Uh, and that's pretty much it.
0: Speaking of manga. oh, read Genji Ito's, um, adaption of no longer human. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I think I mentioned this on an episode. Yes. Earlier. Uh, that I was a, a grim, <laughs> grim book, um, as, of course, a lot of Genji's works are. Uh, but this, of course, is um, uh, is based on the novel by Osama Desai. Uh, and, of course, the the original novel's horrific stuff is a little more uh, covert, a little more implicit. Uh, And of course, Genji Ito takes that and makes everything extremely explicit to give us this much more uh, horrifying, uh, visually horrifying story. And uh, it's grueling. It's fucking thick, uh, just like just like the rest of the stuff. And you just got to fucking. It's weird. I was so shocked at how fast I burned through a book that was so unbelievably upsetting. Yeah, um, Because it is. That said, it was a goddamn emotional trip. Yeah. I found myself relating to the character. Uh, and I found myself endlessly enthralled in Junji Ito's art, of course. He's incredible. So highly, highly recommend checking that out. Uzumaki is happening right now. Literally every every book
1: he's ever touched is 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 phenomenal. Fucking and gold. Uh, next week on Advocates Book Club, we're getting Donny Cates who doesn't like manga to read Junji Ito's Remina. Uh, which is one of my mm. favorites of Junji Ito's work. I can't wait for that. Oh yeah, one more, little, one, yeah. One more manga uh, is this thing called Chi no Wadachi, which I have not finished, but uh, it's tra- that translates to Trail of Blood, uh, and it is really, really creepy, and it really upsets me, okay. and I like it. So that's also really good if you can get your hands on it. It's funny mm-hmm. because it's a really, really deeply unsettling psychological story, where nothing too horrifying has happened. I mean, like something kind of horrifying, but nothing like Junji Ito stuff yet. But it's just very low level, just like ah, God, and mm. and it, but it's published mm. in uh, like a. a like not whatever the the one that's not shown and it, it's like shoujo it's it's the manga magazines that are published for like teenage girls and so it's published alongside mm-hmm. all these like romance comics and stuff and whatever and it's just this ugh, like this deeply deep fucking thing. probing yeah it's crazy it's really cool uh recommend mm-hmm. that uh if or were you done talking about no longer human i got one more thing go ahead all right cool it's a podcast uh i love Lindsay ellis everybody loves Lindsay ellis um she's got a new podcast called uh that's been going for just a little bit now it's called musical splaining i really love musicals um i uh and i always have and my fire for that got uh, reignited when hamilton dropped on disney plus because i fucking love hamilton so much um and uh, as any white person does uh and musical splaining uh is a really great podcast where if you're not super into musicals, if you just want to know a little bit more about them, or if you do love musicals, it's really great. Cause it's Lindsay Ellis, who's super knowledgeable about musicals making uh, her friend Kava to who does not like musicals, see all of these famous ones and they get deep into them and talk about them and stuff. And it's really great. That's great. Also her new video into the Omega verse, um, it's called Into the Omegaverse How a Fanfic Trope Landed in Federal Court. It's an hour-long video, and it's incredible. Um, I've just been watching a lot of her shit lately. She's great, and uh, musical explaining is a lot of fun. And that's it. That's all I have to suggest. Get out of my face.
0: Your catchphrase. <laughs> yeah. I will also suggest adopting a cat. The
1: yeah, best. you got a cat.
0: I got a cat, and she's the best thing ever. We both have cats and, and we both work at Target. I love her immensely. <laughs> we have almost the same life except you have a companion <laughs> that you get to love and hold every day and give and receive affection from and I <clears throat> got a nice room. <laughs> We just ended the episode there. <laughs> <laughs> just, that's it. That's, it. that's going to wrap up supple suggestions, guys. That's also going to wrap up this episode. I'm realizing I'm sitting here thinking, how did this? How did this happen? We're smarter than this. How did this episode get so out of hand? And I was like, and why do I feel so, so, uh, unfocused and un, unhinged? And I remembered ah i got like three hours of sleep yeah (laughs) 11 it's at 11 o'clock i haven't eaten yeah Yeah. i'm losing my brain is degenerating as we record this fucking episode (laughs) you're hearing it live
1: that's how you do a rewind
0: episode i assume (laughs) me me losing my mind it's just melting out of my brains i'm so exhausted i hope you enjoyed though um, if you want to hear more supple boys you can feel free to do so and, on of, all course your do. Apps. and of course you do podcast apps of course you do feel free to do so on all your podcast apps and of course sheridan and smith dot com what else is over there we got some merch you want to get yourself a t-shirt maybe two two would be nice go ahead hit it up we got a stegman merch we got supple boys merch advocates merch and uh maybe some more stuff i don't know uh there's also a tab for comics on the website it's cool um our patreon you can find a link to our patreon on there support our patreon get some cool perks we got three tiers ethan a dollar tier thanks so much five dollar tier exclusive access to a another piece of merch we change it every single month and the other one um ten dollars tier. You get to do the monthly supple hangout with us. We just did our first one this past week. It was fucking awesome. It was was so great to meet you guys. Uh, That was a whole lot of fun, and we really, really cannot wait for the next one. We'll let you guys know on the first. We got of two new patrons
1: literally today a $10 patron who's going to be jumping in those supple hangouts with us named Connor Groki or Groki. Uh, very excited for that. And then, a, and then another $1 patron named Jason Smith. No relation. Uh, thanks so much, guys. Thanks so much to all of our patrons. It's crazy that we've been great, you, uh, getting you, so you, many. And uh, yeah, exciting to do that supple hangout. We have 15 fantastic patrons, uh, including the aforementioned Connor Grocky or Groki, Jason Smith, one that just says Pledger K. Then we have uh, Justin Bouton, Abigail Mendoza, Jonathan Eicher, Tippy Toes Nuts, Christopher Chartier Jacques, Adam on YouTube, mm. Tyler Jenis, Nigel Crudgington, Gene Ramsey, Meg Dawson, Makito Lamb, Scott McElroy, and Joshua lappin Bertoni. You guys are all the oh greatest people God. in the entire world. Thank you so much. much. Much for supporting us. We really, really appreciate it.
0: Hey, Supple Hangout, it's gonna be great. Keep an eye out uh, on the Twitter. October first, we'll let you know what the new shirt is. We'll let you know when the next Supple Hangout is. We said we're gonna do Spooky Boys. We're gonna be chatting spooky stuff. If you want to talk horror, comic, or horror movie, we don't know what we're doing just yet. Make sure that you're on that ten dollar tier so you can come on into the Supple Hangout. It's gonna be fucking awesome. I don't care. Here comes. Supple Hangout, number two. <laughs> Alright, I'm just losing my mind. Uh, follow us on Twitter <laughs> at Supple Boys. You should start
1: sleeping more. I feel like you're always like, I don't get any sleep. Bitch, get some sleep. I don't know what you want us to do about it.
0: There's nothing any of us can do about it. It's just gone. Remember what the kingpin was saying earlier in the episode. You gotta, you know, he's, you gotta wind down. You gotta turn the devices off. And listen, it just doesn't happen. You know why? Because it's 11 and I'm staring into this fucking laptop screen right now. <laughs> mm, follow us on Twitter at Supper Boys. <laughs> follow me at Griff Sheridan, Ethan at Tales to Assange. and of course all our other shows can be found at Stegman Show. We do two others, Stegman and His Amazing Friends for Ryan Stegman, and uh, Devil's Advocates Book Club for Donnie Cates and Megan Hutchinson. It's so fucking fun. I love doing that show so much. We got another episode coming your way very, very soon. And a new Stagman should be coming out. I don't know. Is it out now? Before this episode? Is it out after? I don't fucking know. <laughs>
1: mm.
0: Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Email us at Ah, uh, Is there more Hit stuff? Hit us up on LinkedIn if you got some career opportunities for us. Let's do a mailbag episode soon. I want to do a mailbag episode soon. We have some emails already. Otherwise, send us an email. Let us know your thoughts on the show. Or if you've just got a question you want us to answer. Or if you just want us to chat about something you got to write in. Whatever. Talk about it in the mailbag episodes. It would be so fucking good. Bye, everybody. Love you. What you drinking? It's water. It's in a Brita filter there. I got water too. I got water too. Well, you got to have water when your podcast. Comes I got on. spring water. Yeah, but we know this, right? We've been at this podcast for what? 2 3 years now. Yeah. I'm yeah. making the switch from smart water to spring water. Uh, uh is spring water like a branded like a type of water.
1: It's a type of water. It's All if right. you so if you like smart water but you wish it tasted a little more like dirt. You go oh. with spring water.
0: Have you tried that mineral water? Mm, no, I'm against it. Yeah, I gotta say, me too. Me too. How about sparkling water?
1: I feel, again, I'm against it. I feel if you're gonna drink water, just fucking drink water.
0: You know, sometimes you. Well, sometimes you want water, but sometimes you want water with a kick.
1: Why do you need another layer? Why is everything so complicated these days? When I was a kid, water was water <laughs> was water. Alright, bloopers.
0: Fuck I don't yeah. I don't know who the you are. The first thing anymore. we did was a blooper. Fuck me. <laughs> All right. Well I'll go ahead and have Brown Goon bring us in here actually. <laughs> hey, did you know that the podcast you're listening to right now is actually part of a network of podcasts dubbed the Amazing Friends Podcast Network, Ethan Parker Smith?
1: I did, Griffin Sheridan. And did you know that for other great podcasts, comics, and more, you can visit SheridanandSmith.com?
0: Huh. No shit.